This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, August 29th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how you doing? Um, I'm hanging in there, Dylan. Yeah? Yeah? How's your uh, How's your weekend? Uh, well, I, I get to make another trip to Home Depot. Does that tell you anything? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's been a while since we had one of these updates. What's wrong this time? Okay. All right. A few months ago, I, I installed a shelf. Okay. Poorly. Okay. This is entirely my own doing. I freely admit it. Sure. Um, well, either way, the shelf, you know, it, it was still attached, but it was starting to, like, you know, detach. Okay. Not being a shelf anymore. It was, it was like slightly like, I'm not sure what kind of angle to say it was at. It was like, okay, if it was at a 45 degree angle when it was first installed. Okay. It's now moved to maybe like a 35 degree angle. So things are not staying flat on it anymore? Correct. Okay. Not a, not a good uh, thing for your shelf. And whenever you turn on the fan in the bathroom, like the wall would shake and it would like, move things off the shelf. Oh, boy. So, I took the sh- I took it off yesterday. Sure. And I went to, like, install it properly. I got, like, the proper fasteners and everything. And it turns out that where it was installed was, like, about half an inch away from a pipe. Uh-oh. So it could have gone even worse. Well, if I hadn't seen the pipe and decided to, like, start, like, drilling holes or whatever, yeah, it could have gotten a lot. It could have gotten a lot worse. That's funny. You're like, I did a bad job, but I could have done a really bad job. Yes. So so today we, we get to go to Home Depot and find two new shelves to replace yeah. the one that the the one that was poorly installed. So Yeah. And, and we huh. well, where to put them too. So. Doesn't sound like too painful of a project. No 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 no. Should, should be should be easy for you know, I have gotten better at it. I I You've I had a... I You've recently, had worse home projects so oh, far. No, I, I, I recently installed a, uh, uh, like, hooks for, like, like a, a, a coat rack you, like, mount in the wall. I'm not sure what to call that. Mm-hmm. I, I recently, I did one of those, and it, that actually went pretty well, so. That's good. That's good. Um, okay. Did you have anything uh, baseball-wise that stuck out to you from the weekend? Baseball-wise from the weekend? Yeah. I don't know that I did. I watched Blake Snell pitch poorly against the Astros for a bit yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you had to switch to Blake Snell for your Phil the Streams pick because um, Mike Leak is sick, I believe. <laughs> he was unable to pitch. Yeah. Um, we should also mention we are recording on Sunday morning. Uh, so things that happen on Sunday we are not on top of in the future, even though this podcast but, is four and will come out on Monday. So, uh, I also saw Zach Cozart make his triumphant return. Yes, came back, hit a homer. Was, you know, he's all right. Yeah, which is good. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to look at picks for Monday, the 29th. And, and like I mentioned, we're, uh, we're doing this from the past to the future, which I suppose we technically always do in podcast form. We do. But, yeah, but... From Sunday morning, so if these things change, we sorry, we're sorry. We got in trouble with this last time because of Anthony Ronaldo 
uh, getting replaced by Rodon. So if these right. things become uh, not true anymore, I apologize. You We're see, doing our best. When, when, when every source I go to says it's Renato who's starting, sure. guess what I'm going to do? Sure. We got some corrections, but nobody's upset. Everybody's understanding. So um, check your lineups is always the mantra. Especially in, like, in September. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, yeah. things can be in flux given the yeah. roster. It's about to get weird. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so for Monday, Matt, who are you looking at at catcher? I'm starting with Wilson Ramos versus Jacob Snake Thompson. Uh, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Uh, Jake Thompson again, interesting Phillies prospect who has not made it work at the major leagues yet. He's not at all. No, uh, you can still pick on him. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Lucroy versus Hisashi Iwakuma. I'm fine with that. Lucroy continues to be, you know, just fine for the Rangers. That trans- trade is working out fine for them. So. is like nothing special this year. He's yeah. There's not much of a spook, but he's not very good against the other side. Yeah. Uh, I agree. He, he's not bad, but I, if there's a hitter you like, like Lucroy, there's no reason not to go ahead and, and do that. That's a green light. Agreed. Evan Gaddis versus Tremonaya. Okay. Yep, getting a lefty can certainly run into one. Yeah. If he sneaks in there at DH, he's probably, my guess is he's probably not going to catch, but who knows. Yeah. Uh, Gary Sanchez versus Dylan G. Gary Sanchez is ridiculous. So we're, we're recording Sunday morning. Uh, does he hit a home run today, Matt? Who's he? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, he has 11 and 23 games, which is a major league record. Did, did you do it? Did you know that in twenty in twenty three games he has a two point three WAR? Oh yeah, no, that's the thing. Everybody was joking earlier in the week. They're like, "Oh, is he gonna like catch up for rookie of the year race?" Like, no way. Like, haha. And now you look at it, you're like, "Oh yeah, like he's right there already." Uh, not that he like it's a slam dunk and should win it right now, but with a month left to go, he can. Al- he's already trying to hit his way into the conversation. Uh, and I realize that. It's a lot smaller, you know, of a sample size, but with what he's produced already, even counting stats-wise, like, I don't know. He's been outrageous. This is really ridiculous. Uh, he's, a, you know, an interesting prospect. I wonder what it's going to do for his, like, draft stock, you know, for next year. Oh, it's going to be way inflated. Just watch. Are there going to be people taking him, like, in the fourth round? Probably. And you're just like, what do you... No. No, no, no. I mean, I, ugh, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that, so... Uh, anyway, right now, obviously, ridiculously on fire, uh, and should be fine. Still in G. You know, uh, he might be the rookie of the year. Yeah. No, I, again, a week ago, I was laughing at that concept, and now I'm like, sure. You know, uh, we'll see in a month, but he's in that conversation. Yeah, he, even though it's only been 23 games, he's like, hit his way into that. Bacon, Max Kepler. Yeah. Mazzara, no more Mazzara, I guess. Yeah. No more Mazzara, been playing all year, but just, you know. I don't know, we'll see. We'll, that'll be a thing to, to monitor down the stretch, just making it interesting. Um, anyway, Dylan G's bad, and Gary Sanchez is very good right now. If you can afford it, I mean, I imagine the price is kind of ridiculous based on what he's doing. Exactly. Uh, okay, uh, moving on. Yasmani Grandal versus John Gray. I'm fine with that, mostly because it's in course. Yeah, that's my thinking. I, really, I, you know, I actually I really like John Gray. The, the mm-hmm. only the only thing with him is that his ERA is a, a full point higher in course and is away from course. 
Yeah, I only picked a few Dodgers, but yeah. in cores against John Gray, and especially against the Rockies' bullpen. Yeah. I think that there will be runs scored there. So, yeah, I'm fine with that. Lastly, Wilson Contreras versus Stephen Brault. Yeah, I'm fine with that. We we were looking at the schedule before we hit record, and it appears that Stephen Brault will be starting for the Pirates in their rundown uh, uh, rotation. They're having some issues, but um, there'll be plenty of Cubs to pick from, and Wilson Contreras is obviously just fine. I would consider Miguel Montero if he starts to. Matt probably would not. but Lefty, I'm lefty, but thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's true. So... Yeah, you can pick on them, for sure. Um, okay, any other catchers for you? No. Okay. Uh, how about Russell Martin getting Wade Miley? Are you okay with that? Okay with it. I think I like some of the other options a bit better. Okay. I am I think the Blue Jays are going to blow up Wade Miley. He's been a disaster. Okay. Um, how about Sandy Leone getting Matt Andresi? Have you seen what Leone's done over the last week or so? No. Is he cratering real bad? Yes. Is it finally happening? Yes. Uh, I don't know that he's going to overcorrect or anything. I'd still think about it, but uh, that's that has been expected for a while. Um, how about JT Real Muto on the road getting Rafael Montero spot starting for the Mets? Okay. I, I actually like crunch the numbers on this one. Yes. Montero is like death to righties. Okay. Is that his, uh, his skill? Yes, but he's awful against lefties. He, he's okay. much better, appears to be much better suited for the bullpen than he is the rotation. Sure, which is what he's mostly been doing. Yeah, that makes sense. So Real Muto, right-handed, is one to avoid. That makes sense. I think that's the only Marlins righty I wrote down anyway, but we'll have some lefties to get to there, too. Um, okay, yeah, that'll do it for me on uh, catchers, but plenty of options. A lot of places to go. Um, all right, Matt, how about first base? What are you looking at? Okay, uh, Edwin Encarnacion versus Wade Miley. Yes, absolutely. Righty and lefty, and again, he's going to give up a lot of runs, I think. David Ortiz versus Matt Andresi. Yes, one step back. Would you rather have the Orioles rotation or the Pirates rotation right now? Orioles. <laughs> there is no Orioles rotation. It doesn't exist. Uh, it's so bad. Uh, yeah, it's the answer is you're in trouble with either one. Um, yeah, uh, David Ortiz getting Andresi should be just fine. I love that. Mike Napoli versus Hector Santiago. Uh huh. Yeah, I I have no problem with that. There's a bunch of those Indians guys sitting at lefties, so I'm fine with Napoli. Uh, Brandon Moss versus Zach Davies. I didn't have that, and I don't have an excuse. Brandon Moss has been awesome. Yeah. Uh, Eric Hosmer versus Michael Pineda. Uh, sure. Any Royals you believe in against Pineda, really? There really aren't any Royals to believe in. <laughs> It's Hosmer and maybe Sal Perez. We didn't say Sal Perez. No, I, wouldn't... I don't know about that. Nah, I, I don't love it, but Michael Pineda can have his meltdowns. Um, Hosmer is the one to trust, though. Okay, and lastly, um, Tiger's first baseman versus James Shields. Is that either uh, Miguel Cabrera or Victor Martinez? Both very capable, especially in that matchup. Yeah, James Shields. I like that. Um, I wrote down Mitch Moreland getting Hisashi Wakuma. You okay with that? I guess. It's nothing exciting. It's, you know, I'm not rushing out there to get it, but if that's what fits your price point, I think that's totally fine. Um, and I wrote Rizzo getting brought. That's lefty on lefty, which might chase people away, but I imagine he could be just fine, don't you? You would imagine, yeah. Yeah, especially if they get into that bullpen. 
So it might be a, a fun alternative pick, even though you're still going to pay plenty for it. But it, it might not be as popular as it should be. I could see him doing fine. Um, on to second base for me. Matt, what are you looking at at second base on Monday? Daniel Murphy versus Jake Thompson. Yep, with with stars around it. Uh, Daniel Murphy probably going to put himself in the National League MVP talk, too, this year. Yep. I don't know. That's that's going to be a fun race, too. I don't think there's a slam dunk on that one. Okay. Uh, next up, Dustin Pedroia versus Matt Andresi. Yep, I like that a lot. Should be just fine. Uh, Matt Carpenter versus Zach Davies. Yep. Uh, yeah, as long as he's healthy, and he has been. He, I like him wherever he plays. Uh, and Zach Davies has been cool off a little bit. He's... Zach Davies is very okay, uh, but n- not a guy that Carpenter can't handle. Uh, Rugnet Odor versus Hisashi Wakuma. Uh, yeah, I didn't. You wrote down Rugnet on a day I didn't, but I totally like that. I just have a ton of second basemen today, but I have no problem with that one. Could certainly run into one there. Jose Tuve versus Sherman Naya. Uh, yeah, anytime he gets a lefty, that's a that's a gold star, yeah. and, and you'll pay for it, but he'll be just fine. And Cubs second baseman versus Steven Brault, whoever it okay. is. Okay. Which would be uh, maybe Javier Baez, probably playing third. Probably, you know, probably uh, Ben Zobrist. Yeah. Baez Anybody else in mind? Yeah. yeah, I like that. Uh, especially, like, uh, Baez. Might be a third baseman, but him getting a lefty is, is awesome. Should be real good. Um, I wrote Ian Kinsler getting James Shields. You okay with that? Yes. Yeah, it's righty and righty, but he's been good enough, and James Shields has been bad enough. It'll be fine. Uh, how about Devin Travis getting Wade Miley? I know he's preferred righties this year, but Wade Miley's bad enough that the Blue Infantage should be okay for him, don't you think? Talk me into it. Yeah. Um, how about D. Gordon getting Rafael Montero? There's that lefty. And he's probably going to have some trouble. I'm not a huge D. Gordon fan. I guess yeah. you're hoping he steals a base, which... Yeah. Would have. I don't. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge D Gordon guy. Yeah, uh, I think it'd be fine. Uh, it, again, if if Montero's having that much trouble, and I think he's gonna have trouble with the Marlins in general. Getting the guy at the top of the lineup could could be plenty of points. Um, but yeah, tons of options at second base though. You can find one at your price point just about wherever. How about third base, Matt? I had five names. I had six. All right. Do you have Josh Donaldson getting Wade Miley? Yes. Yes, you'll pay for it, but you should crush it. Do you have Jose Ramirez getting Hector Santiago? You. Oh yeah, should be fine. A L- little bit different of a pick, a little less power you're going for, but it should be uh, certainly should contribute. Do you have your boy Todd Frazier getting a lefty and Matt Boyd? I do. Yeah, like him when he gets a lefty. Um, Chris Bryant getting Stephen Brault just all over it if you can afford it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I went ahead and wrote Jonathan Villar versus Carlos Martinez because he's been playing third base for a long enough I've now. I've got that... a shortstop, Dylan. Yeah, I'm I'm moving him to third base. He played shortstop all year. Uh, I'm officially going to start riding him at third base. If we can get him at shortstop, great. Uh, but I like him wherever, getting Carlos Martinez. One of the only guys that will bat from that side in that lineup, though, that I care about. Uh, sure. Carlos Martinez is going to be interesting. Um, yeah, who else did you have at third base? I had Alex Bregman versus Shamanaya. Okay, I didn't have that, and I should have. Uh, he's, you know, living up to the hype, you know. Cold start, and now he's fine. I, I trust him for sure. And Anthony Rendon versus Jake Thompson. Okay, I didn't have that, but I'm all right with it. He prefers lefties, but Jake Thompson and the Phillies bullpen are bad enough that I think he could have a just fine day. 
Um, and we mentioned Javier Baez, and he should be eligible at third and should do just fine there, too. Um, okay, yeah, so not as many options at third, but still plenty of good ones. Um, how about at shortstop, Matt? I had five names. Who'd you have other than Jonathan VR? I had Kurt Lewinsky versus Wade Miley. Yep, absolutely. The, again, Blue Day stack is going to be big, so yeah. I'm into that. Uh, Tim Anderson versus Matt Boyd. I didn't write that. You getting in the habit of writing them down against Left Pizza? Yes. Yeah, he should be fine. I, I'm not worried about that. Dee Dee versus Dylan G. That's fine. Yeah, again, it's batting cleanup uh, sometimes and kind of hitting, and then Dylan G's bad enough. You can do that. I, I'm not enthusiastic about it, but I would not criticize you for taking it if it fits. Lefty. Yeah. No, it should be fine. Corey Seager versus John Gray. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the only other Dodger I had, but in course should be just should be good. He's he's trying to talk his way not only into NL Rookie of the Year, which it should walk away with, but MVP discussion too. It's uh, a weird field this year. I think he's slow as roll when it comes to MVP. Okay, we'll see. The top the discussion will happen. He'll get votes. So he might get votes, but I. <laughs> he's been I think... pretty darn good. I don't know. Uh, this is like the scary point of the year where it's like you can start to talk about it, but still got enough time left to play that a lot can change. I, I think Chris Bryant's probably got that locked up, honestly. He probably does, yeah. Anyways. Uh, and lastly, the surprisingly healthy Zach Cozart versus Matt Shoemaker. Yeah, once he's in. Uh, you know, Shoemaker's had trouble with righties for some reason, and Cozart can certainly hit. Uh, what, what a weird career shift for Zach Cozart, but... Maybe. Yeah, should be fine. Um, how about your boy Francisco Lindor and Hector Santiago? It's okay. Yeah, should should be okay. I am. There's not a, really a bad matchup for him. Um, I wrote Carlos Correa getting Sean Mania. He has not crushed lefties this year, but I'm not that worried about him having the platoon advantage. I think that's a totally an option. Um, and then I last name I had you did not Addison Russell getting Steven Brault righty on lefty. You yeah. okay with that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Cubs stack is also going to be popular. It should be just fine. Um, all right, into the outfield, Matt. Who are you looking at in the outfield on Monday? Okay. Outfield turning with Melvin Upton versus Wade Miley. Okay. Uh, what do you like about Melvin Upton? It's righty and lefty. Yeah, and uh, Wade Miley's that bad. Is that a vote of confidence for Melvin or just picking on Wade Miley? More picking on Wade Miley than a vote of confidence for Melvin. Yeah. Jose Bautista's back, too, so if you want to spend some money in that same outfield, you can. Oh, is he, but... I, I didn't see it. The roster wasn't updated when I looked. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's it's fine. I, I don't think Melvin's a, a bad, cheap option at all um, in that popular Blue Jays stack. Who else are you looking at? Uh, Trey Turner and Bryce Harper versus Jake Thompson. Yep, they should both be just fine. Mm-hmm. Mookie Betts and Jackie Bradley Jr. versus Matt Andresi. Uh-huh. Yeah, the the Red Sox stack is going to be good. There's a lot of good stacks on this day, I feel like. Uh, A handful of them. You know, whether you want Cubs or Red Sox or or Blue Jays, you know, there's guys to pick from there. Next up, no more Mazzara versus Hisashi Wakuma. Okay, should be just fine. Not a slam dunk, but I have no problem with it. You won't get to zero, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, Jack Peterson versus John Gray. Okay, I didn't have him, but again, in cores against him in the Rockies bullpen should be fine. I can't. I, I like him in cores against righty. Yeah, absolutely. Melky Cabrera versus uh, Matt Boyd. Okay, also another White Sox guy you've been writing against lefties. Okay. Uh, should be just fine. 
Uh, J.D. Martinez and Cameron Raven versus James Shields. Okay. Again, is that vote of confidences? Vote of confidences. What a weird phrase. Uh, in them or just votes James Shields? Confidence Dylan. Yeah, multiple votes. Yeah, that's probably the phrase I was looking for. <laughs> I don't think you want to. You want to make maybe it's maybe it's one vote of many confidences. I don't know, <laughs> but for two guys, votes of confidences. I maybe. I don't know. I'm digging holes with this one for sure. Yeah. But but you're picking on James Shields specifically. Yeah. Yeah. No reason not to. I I get it. I, I just didn't know if you were particularly enthusiastic about JD Martinez. I, I I'm enthusiastic reasonably enthusiastic about both against James Shields. Yeah, sure. I like that. Next up Christian Yelich versus Rafael Montero. Yeah, that's a that's a big one, right? Given that weakness. You think so, yeah. Jeremy Hazelbaker versus Zach Davies. Okay. Yeah. If he gets in there, I, I like that. The, they, there's just not a ton of lefties in the uh, the Cardinals lineup, but no, he they, should be fine. No, you know, Gary, it's Greg Garcia or Gary Garcia? I think it's Greg, isn't it? I believe it's Greg Garcia, yes. Yeah. It, it's more like the, it, 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 Garcia and Wong are the other, the other two lefties, and they aren't anything special. So. Yeah. And then Brandon Moss and uh, Matt Carpenter, well, but yeah, you were already on them. Yeah. Uh, George Springer versus Sean Manaya. Yep, I love that. I love him getting a lefty, always. Adam Duvall versus Matt Shoemaker. I didn't write it, but I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, I'm getting that righty. Uh, lastly, Dexter Fowler versus Stephen Brault. Uh-huh. Yeah, he likes lefties, and I like that stack, so I'm, I'm totally in there. Um, I wrote down... I like I like those guys. Uh, do you like Max Kepler getting Trevor Bauer? I'm okay with it. Bauer doesn't really have a split, so I don't know which side to... I don't know where to, to bet, really. Yeah. But the Twins have been good enough. We'll get the pitchers a little bit. Twins have been good enough. I'm not sure I want Bauer against them. I'll think about it, but they, they've been hitting, for sure. Um, I wrote down uh, the Yankees outfield getting Dylan G. You okay with that? I guess, yeah. He's he's not good. Like, Dylan no, G's not, out of bed. The Yankees outfield really isn't that special. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested. They'll be, you know, an okay price. Uh, I, I could see that. Um, how about the Rockies outfield getting Kenta Maeda? He's not. He, he's a pretty good pitcher, but it's in cores, and he has shown a, a bit of a split with a weakness to lefties. What do you think about those guys? Fair enough. Yeah, they're they're not enthusiastic. You know, they're not great, but they should be just fine. The Rockies outfield is usually fine. Um, other than that, last one I had is uh, the Indians' righties getting Hector Santiago. That's for Jai Davis and Brandon Geyer. They should get in there. They should beat up on him. I'm fine with that. Um, okay, on to the pitchers, Matt. Uh, not, a, not a ton of options, but, but places to go for sure. Um, Jake Arrieta gets the Pirates. Duh, that's fine. Jose Fernandez gets the Mets. Duh, that's fine. Hugh Darvish gets the Mariners. I assume also fine. Uh, those are the aces for me off the top of the list. Uh, you don't have any hesitations on them, right? No. Other than price. Other than if you can afford it, go ahead. Um, as we get a little deeper, Matt, do you like Marco Estrada getting the Orioles? Are you worried about those fly balls at all? Not really. He doesn't... My thing with Estrada, as I've said repeatedly, is he doesn't really have a split. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, I don't know what to do with that. So it, it, to me, it's stay away. Can't, can't pick against him uh, with the hitters, and he's just been consistently good enough that I trust him. I trust him pretty much everywhere, so I'm getting the Orioles. Oh, yeah. It can go badly. I mean, the balls can leave the fence against that team, 
and, and it'd be a problem, but I, I think it's fine. Um, Tanner Roark getting the Phillies. That's a green light for me. Are you okay with that? Yeah, it's, it's totally fine. Yeah, the, the Phillies have cooled off, and, and Roark will be fine. Uh, Rick Porcello, Porky, our boy, getting the Rays at home. You okay with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I struggled to find any Rays that I, I would take against Porcello. Yeah, he's pitched fine this year, and, and they're nothing, nothing special. How about Carlos Martinez going to Milwaukee? He has that weakness to lefties, but they're awfully right-handed. Uh, he should have a... And they strike out so much. We've enjoyed streaming against them lately. Uh, you fine with Carlos Martinez? I'm okay with it. I... Yeah, no, I... I the Brewers really don't have any lefties that can hurt him. I mean, yeah. you know, it's... I mean, you're not... Yard, it's Neuenheis, me. and... Scooter, Scooter Jeanette. Scooter Jeanette. So, Pat, yeah. you know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm fine with... If you like Carlos Martinez, this is a good matchup for him. Yes, agreed. If you're not in on Carlos Martinez, that's fine. But if you believe him at all, uh, it'll be okay. How about Matt Shoemaker getting the Cincinnati Reds? They have some righties, but and he's been okay. Uh, not a huge ceiling, but he should be okay there, right? Yeah, you think so. Yeah. How about the flip side? You taking Dan Straley going to L.A.? <sighs> yeah, I guess you have to. Um... Yeah. Uh, we haven't got to our field of streams picks yet, but he's over fifty percent owned at this point. He's not even eligible. He's he's been good. Uh, the Reds, the Reds rotation has gotten pretty okay. They have a few, I wouldn't say studs, but I mean Anthony DeSclafani and Dan Straley and Brandon Finnegan's pitching well. Like it's getting at least interesting. Whereas in the first half of the year, there was not much to take from it. So, um, Matt, are you considering wild card Michael Pineda in Kansas City as a GPP option? I wouldn't make that pick, but I've also seen Michael pitch. Yeah. There, Michael Pinata uh, has a lot of downside. He can blow up on you. can have bad days. But the strikeouts are there, and every once in a while he's fine. And I'm not that scared of the Royals. So I'm not, I don't love it. I'm not rushing out to make that pick. But uh, I think there's scenarios where people can make money off that one. Uh, you already have 502 on the air. Just give up five runs in Seattle. Like... I don't I don't know. He scares me. What a weird pitcher, for yeah. sure. Um, the last name I had written down is uh, Joe Musgrove getting the A's. And Joe Musgrove has had some struggles lately. The ERA is high. It's over five. But, uh, you know, last couple outings have been real bad. But there's talent there, and the A's just simply don't scare me. Would you consider taking Joe Musgrove? I would, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, hoping he figures it out. Uh, and that could be a just fine matchup for him. Matt, was there anybody else on the pitching slate that stuck out to you? I didn't say Trevor Bauer just because the Twins have been hot. Are you thinking about him? I would. I would be fine with Trevor Bauer, honestly. Okay, I'm. I'm worried about that matchup, but I, I don't think it's crazy. Um, yeah. Anybody else stuck out to you? You want Zach Davies against the Cardinals? Not in particular, no. No, me either. Uh, yeah. I, Sean Mania going to Houston. They're pretty right-handed. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, and you don't want Kenta Maeda or John Gray in Colorado, do you? Not really, no. Uh, good pitchers, if it was in L.A., would be thinking about oh, it. Oh, in L.A., we'd, you know, we'd be breaking this down much much more in depth, but it's Coors Field. It's, yeah. really, it's not worth the risk to me, honestly. I mean, if you're going to roll the dice, you'd probably roll with John Gray because he's the strikeout upside. Uh-huh. But I'm not a fan of this matchup. No, not in Colorado. No, thanks. Um, all right, Matt, and then for our Field of Streams picks, 
Uh, let's see. Matt Boyd, getting your White Sox is eligible. I don't know if we... Down on the White Sox, but I don't know if either of us actually trust Matt Boyd that much. His ERA is under four, just barely. Yeah. Um, Zach Davies gets the Cardinals. He's eligible. Joe Musgrove is eligible. Uh, Sean Manaya is eligible. Uh, John Gray is eligible. And Matt Shoemaker is also eligible. So for us, it's probably Boyd Davies, Musgrove, or Shoemaker. I like Musgrove, but I'm kind of scared of the downside, again, in this contest, where if he doesn't turn things around and they go badly, that's uh, that could be ugly. I'm I'm going to trust in Shoemaker against the Reds, even though the luster is definitely worn off a little bit. Uh, ERA is under four. He had six scoreless last time out, but the strikeouts have kind of disappeared. Um, yeah, I'm taking Matt Shoemaker. Matt, who, who are you thinking of streaming on Monday? Musgrove. Okay. I, I like that. Again, like I said, I'm scared of the downside a little bit, but I do like the matchup. I, I could see things going pretty well there. So, good. We, we we have opposite picks again, finally. We had been agreeing there for a little while. A little frustrating. Uh, Matt, was there anything else for you? Forget to hear for Monday. You, you don't suppose you want to talk about the VMAs, do you? The VMAs? Yeah. I didn't know that the VMAs were going... Are we talking about the Video Music Awards? Correct. I... Forgot they were a thing, so I have clearly no opinion of it. But if you have opinions on the VMAs, I will listen to them. Well, just on, on uh, one of the blogs I frequent, uh, Warming Glow, it's part of the Uproxx Network. Mm-hmm. It did like a retrospective on the '92 VMAs and just like how dated it is. Oh, I was like, did they happen this weekend? And there was a shocking like. It's tonight, I think. Oh, okay. It's Sunday night, so we'll it's be talking about it in something the shocking. It's kind of, it's kind of like the point of it. Okay. Uh, so were you, so it was, the 2002 VMAs were super dated, is that what you're 92. saying? 92. Oh, even more so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, did anything stick out to you? Do you have a, but you, I would have been five years old. Do you have a better memory of the 92 VMAs than I do? I would, I would have been 12, so it's, it was like right in my wheelhouse as far as music goes. Sure. Who yeah. was featured in the 92 VMAs? It was odd. You had bands like Def Leppard and like Guns N' Roses, like on stage, Opposite, like Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Sure, that was right in the weird, like hair metal is dying time. Yes, like exactly. Yeah. Like you could like pinpoint like this is like the exact moment when it, it pretty much was over for for, for those guys. Yeah, uh, or at least in like the mainstream, you know, MTV type landscape. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Uh, 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 and actually, this, this is like what I found even odder. Apparently, you know, they had, like, you know, the trailers set up, like, outside for some of the, you know, the bands. Sure. Uh, you had Guns N' Roses trailer, then the Black Crows, like, in the middle, and then on the other side you had Nirvana's trailer. That's a, that's a fun spectrum. So, if, but if you actually, like, look at it, it actually, like, culturally it makes sense, like, because the Black Crows were, like, kind of like, you know, the the transition, you know, a a transition band between hair metal and, and grunge. Yeah, it's a gradient almost. And not only that, like nobody, nobody really has strong opinions about the Black Crows, whereas people have strong opinions about GNR and people have strong opinions about Nirvana. Black Crows are music neutral almost. I, w- I think a little bit saying that would be a disservice to them, but it, it it's not entirely inaccurate. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. But I, I like it. You're like, yeah, nobody has strong opinions of them. I'm like, yeah, I sure don't. I'm kind of like, yeah, okay, 
So sure. there's a lot going on at that show. And not only that, exceptionally white and exceptionally male. And you're... Uh, in 1992? Yeah, I could see that. It, like, like, exceptionally so. Like, you're kind of struggling to, like, actually find, like, a woman or a person of color on the show. I mean... Yeah. You know, you, uh, Eddie Murphy made an appearance in a ridiculous shirt. That's about it. You had Boys to Men, Bobby Brown, Wilson Phillips. <laughs> this and is that, fun. And that's about... Um, Oh, and Vogue. They, I, I think and Vogue had like the one performance that wouldn't seem out of place in like a present day show. That's funny, uh, Matt. Uh, I like that, Matt. Do you, uh, did you see what happened to Kevin Kiermaier this weekend while facing Dallas Keuchel? I watched this game, but I did not see what happened. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do not. Uh, Dallas Keuchel uh, pitching to Kevin Kiermaier. Kevin Kiermaier took a very very unfortunate bounce on a chopper uh, that I should just send you the gif of. it. He hit the ball straight down into the plate, and it bounced back up in about the worst place it possibly can. Oh, boy. Uh, this is the sound of me sending it to you. Uh, and there were about a million different angles of it and view of it. Uh, it doesn't, every once in a while you see this, uh, Hunter Pence a few months ago bounced one back up into his face. And that went poorly, but uh, this this went worse for Kevin Kiermaier, and it took him down. <laughs> Matt has the appropriate reaction. So uh, would, would you? My favorite is the 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 first. You sent me the the, the link on Twitter. Uh huh. First comment: two balls and one strike. <laughs> that is pretty good. That is a golden golden response. That's a good reply. Thank you, Internet. Every once in a while, you're like, man, there are funnier people on this planet than I am. But I'm glad I get to get to read that. Yeah, so I uh, hope Kevin Kiermaier is doing okay. He had a bad day on Saturday, uh, based off that, for sure. Also, uh, uh, one more thing. Apparently, sure. 92 VMAs, they had like a, a Fan's Choice Award. Sure. Where you call a 1-900 number. Oh, Lord. Pay 95 cents to vote. That was a thing. I remember that being a thing. A lot of upset parents about that. Uh, I just I, I never called voting numbers like that. Nobody who no I don't know I honestly, I don't know anybody who did. I'm sure they did. Uh, do you, were they still doing that around like American Idol times? Is that still? I mean, you voted, but did you pay them to do it? I don't think so. I don't know. They're the things always in Vegas. Texted with American Idol. Maybe yeah. Sometimes they charge you for that. I don't know. Um... I never did any of that, but as a young kid, I remember begging my dad if I could call the Nintendo Power Hotline to ask, like, Nintendo tips. And that was surely some absurd rate. Uh, and I always asked, and my dad was always hesitant, but that was the, the one I would do. You would, would, like, let you do it? Uh, once or twice, when I would get real stuck in a game, and I would talk to poor some poor guy who would sit there and have some, like, Nintendo encyclopedia where I could like try and look up answers to like questions I had. And if your question's too obscure, they'd be like, it's not in my index. I don't know what you're talking about, kid. And I was like, guy with a book. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like actual Nintendo experts. I'm sure they know how to play games, you know, but how do you like answer an eight year old calling to ask how you play Super Nintendo games over the phone? Like, what a weird hotline. (laughs) Just hilarious. Uh, yeah, so I, I only did that once or twice, and I think that's the only, like, 
paying for a phone call thing I ever did as a kid. Uh, but but I did ask permission. I didn't like do it secretly and r- run up the phone perfect. bill and get grounded or anything. And it was like part of the you know kids you know children under eighteen ask your parents permission. Yeah. Well, you always hear the stories of the phone bill shows up and it's a bajillion dollars because the kid was making phone calls to who knows where. We had that happen. Uh, My sister did that once. Who? What was she calling? I don't remember. I think it was like when we first had AOL, she would like chat with people online. Oh, okay. And then like they would like, you know, she she would call them and, and there were like these like two hour conversations with some girl in Seattle or whatever. Yeah, and then, oh no, long distance. Yeah. And I just remembered that when I first had internet, that there was an hourly, like, per month rate on it, too. That, like, you got, like, 40 hours a month or, like, something on it. Yeah, I think it, it, did you have AOL when you first got internet? I never had AOL. No, we had a local service provider. Yeah. I, I forgot I, that I, was a I thing. I go even farther back. I go back to Prodigy. Yeah. Nowadays, it's data limits, if you're in an unfortunate area for that, uh, it used to be hourly. I forgot about that. That was a thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, this has been our 90s retrospective at the end of this episode. Uh, but I dig it. Um, that should do it for us for Monday. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. And, uh, yeah, love hearing from you guys. Uh, good luck with your picks on Monday. And we'll be back on Tuesday. Talk to you then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.